Hey, New York. We have an awesome limited time promo for new DraftKings users. Deposit and place a $5 wager on any sport to get $150 instantly added to your account in bonus bets, win or lose. All you have to do is use our code GIANTINSIDER at sign up to redeem. Using our code GIANTINSIDER is a great way to support the podcast. So if you don't yet have a DraftKings account, do us a solid and sign up with the code GIANTINSIDER, G-I-A-N-T-I-N-S-I-D-E-R, and place that first bet. New customers only, 21 years or older, and physically present in New York. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY. Valid one offer per customer. Minimum $5 deposit and $5 wager required. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets and expire seven days after being awarded. See full terms at DraftKings.com. Hey, Giant fans. Welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer of the heart of Giants Nation, Nobody beats the biz. Chris Bizignano. Well, folks, good news. If you were psyched about the first round of the draft, um, look, if you're a Giants fan, rounds two and three went, I'd say, even more beautifully. Uh, The Giants got first round value uh, in rounds two and three with the selections of John Michael Schmitz and Jalen Jalen Wyatt. Um, I mean, you know, one round, Shane shows patience and waits for his center to drop to him. In the other, he gets aggressive, moves up. Uh, and gets a wide receiver that many predicted to go as, you know, as early as late in the first round um, or as early in the second. So, look, man, uh, Chris, day, what, day two, I'm, I'm walking away from the draft thinking, man, he nailed it. And day three filled a bunch of, you know, other needs as well, right? Um, but, uh, you know, rounds one, two, and three really jump out at you. I, I thought it was tremendous. Again, you're going to have to wait a few years to see how this plays out, but – I mean, what a uh, what a master class in drafting, Chris. I think it is. Yeah, I mean, value and need. That's what he yeah. got. Yeah, value and need. And like Joe said yesterday, you know, come see me in three years if this is a good draft class. You know. Yeah. But right now, you look at it, and you have to be excited about what they did. Um, Schmitz was the big one, man. That was the big one, in my opinion. You know, obviously the number one pick and all that, but but Schmitz fell to them. At 57, and you see what the Eagles are doing. I know. Cowboys, and, you know, and you say to yourself, man, when, when he came up to that 57 pick, and Schmitz was still out there, and who was the other guy that was still out there? Um, uh, Whipler was still out there. No, there was somebody else, too. There was somebody else, a pretty good name, too. So Whipler went later, way Tor- later. Yeah, way later. Fifth round. Torrance was out there. Oh, that, that's him. Torrance. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When, when Torrance was out there. Yeah. Um, I said, I mean, there was a. Dude, you gotta go offensive line here. There is no question, you know. And this is something we've seen in the past, like with Gettleman and Reese. It's like, you know, okay, you gotta go, you know, you have to go off. I mean, that's the need here, value, all that. And then they would do something else, you know, and you say, what the hell, you know? Right. But Shane doesn't seem to do that, man. I mean, he did that last year, and he did, and he's doing, and he did it again this year. You know, Schmitz and Torrent, I couldn't believe both of them dropped the 57. And here they are, both. Shane had a choice of either one, and he went with the center Schmitz. Um, no brainer. Um, obviously, uh, you know Joe said he was getting, a little, you know, you know he was thinking about trying to move up maybe for Schmitz. And said, you know what, I'm going to be patient. He goes, although his patience was wearing thin, yeah, he was getting close. He thought, you know, and uh, but it worked out. And look, you play these teams in your division twice a year, man. And these freaking Eagles are the best team in the league. They're the best team in football, the Eagles. Well, they didn't win a Super Bowl. Well, they didn't win a Super Bowl because of Mahomes, because of the greatness of Mahomes. But the Eagles are the best team in football. And I mean, it looked like they were going to take a little bit of a hit this offseason. Well, they just restocked, man. You know, yeah. this yeah. team is a this team is strong, especially up front. And the Giants needed to get stronger up front, and they did. And they did uh, uh, Friday night when they drafted Schmitz. No question about it. Yeah, and the Eagles also got a running back for what a bag of footballs, Swift. I mean, come on, uh, yeah, again. Again, the, the trading of Howie Roseman is, is ridiculous. I, I, I know Swift hasn't broken 700 yards, but he's had, he's had injury issues. And he ran all over the Eagles week one last year. So you <laughs> yeah. know, that, that, that had to be on their mind. Like, sure. that, that's a guy yeah. they want, right? And yeah. by the way, I keep saying Jalen Wyatt. It's gonna, I'm going to say it until I see him. It's Jalen Hyatt. I apologize, guys. Um, Chris, what I, what I loved about um, – I, 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 I'm glad you brought up uh, Reese and Gettleman. I don't constantly want to pick on him. But I couldn't also help but think, Chris, that if they were the GM, right, or, or in years past, I should say, 
you know, in round one, you see that run on wide receivers. I, my opinion is they would have just taken Hyatt there and said, well, that's the guy we wanted all along. Yeah. Um, he was number one on our board. You know, bold-faced lies. Uh, rather than say, you know what, we're going to have to get a receiver later. We're going to be patient here. Let's take the highest player on our board that also feels a need in bank. So I just thought, like, what a, what a different approach to the yeah. draft that Shane brings, man. And waiting to get your center in round two and the patience he showed, I, it was incredible. And it, I, you know, I, I texted you, like, if Torrance or Schmidt's got to be. And I was glad they took the center because, again, we don't have one on the roster really right now. Um, and this guy looks to be, God willing, an eight to ten year starter. And to get Hyatt in the third to move up. Uh, I also like what Shane said about it too, Chris. Like, you know, I've regretted not doing that in the past. I'm not going to regret it this time. And he gave up a fourth, you know, which which tells me that a lot of the guys he had in later rounds maybe were kind of lumped together. And he said, you know what, let me jump up and get this guy now. So, um, again, dude, I I cannot cannot, uh, sing the praises of him too much, man. I thought he did such a great job with this. Yeah, you have to – no question, man. You have to feel – you're in good hands with Shane, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I like when he, you know, when he sees somebody, he'll go up and get him. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Hyatt is a guy that obviously they really liked. He wasn't their top two, you know, yeah, uh, receiver, but he was a guy that after other guys got drafted and a guy that had the highest grade and went out and got him. Now, you know, Jalen Hyatt is a is a kid that needs work. Okay, yeah, you know, don't you know. Psychic kids gonna go in there. Okay, he's our guy right off the bat and all that. You know, um, he has some things he's gonna have to work on, but the speed is incredible. You yeah. know, but everybody could run. A lot of people could run in this league, defensive back. So you know, it's not just this is the NFL now. You're not just gonna be able to go out there and go run. You know, a fly and we're good. No, mm. but his coming out party was against Alabama. That's yeah. what opened the nation's eyes. All right, and he ran some different routes. He got, he got Alabama over the top a few times. You got him on slants, you know, and all that. I, was, I, I remember watching that game, and I was like, man, this kid. I I remember specifically watching that game. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think the Titans got a good one with Hendon Hooker, too, who was his boy that day, uh, his quarterback. And I remember watching that game going, man, I, I don't remember the last time I seen Alabama get lit up like this in the secondary, right. in the back end, you know. And obviously that opened like, man, this kid hired. And obviously it opened a lot of people's eyes. Joe Shane said he was at that game, you know. Um, and he couldn't believe how fast Hyatt is up close. You know, I think Shane said something about he was late. He, he got there. He was on the sidelines for a little bit and whatever it was. And he just couldn't believe the speed of this kid. You know, and he is. He is a burner. Um, he's going to have to work on some things in this league. You can't just run by people in this league. Um, but a lot of receivers come into the NFL and their route tree is pretty limited. And they develop it over time. You know, um, so... It's a guy, look, the Giants went from, the biggest need for the Giants this offseason was, there was two things. One, obviously, and Shane addressed it immediately, was the, the rush defense, right? Mm-hmm. But horrific last year. Really hurt them in the playoffs. Yeah. And the other thing that Dable really wanted, Dable really wanted, was speed. He wanted team speed. He wanted to get faster. And Paris Campbell did that. And then, you know, you, you, they re-signed Darius Slayton, who's very fast. We know that, um, and then obviously they, they draft this kid, Jalen Hyatt, who's real fast. Yeah. Okay. So there you go, and then you go out and they sign the Bobby Okereke on the on the other side of the ball, Deontay Banks. You know he's a physical kid, Deontay Banks, but you know you're going to see somebody that's real fast too, dude. He's real fast. He can run. Yeah. You know, so that was that was the approach, man. The approach was that you know we got to get faster. We got to get faster in this building on this team. You know. And the Giants feel they did that, you know. They, they Giants feel they they really improved the team's speed. And you know, you can't teach speed, man. You know, you, you can maybe increase a little bit, strengthen whatever it might be, condition. But you really can't teach speed. And these kids are fast, man. You know, even Jalen Jalen Hyde, you know, at his presser, he's like 180 right now, 185. Yeah. You know, and he mm-hmm. says he's probably going to try to get up to 190. And you know, somebody asks him, he goes, "Yeah, well, are you worried about you know losing your speed a bit?" And he's like, "No." Because speed is speed. I'm not going to lose my speed. I'll be fine on 190, you know. I, I believe him. Yeah. The kid's a confident kid. And he's a... You know, it's funny. Somebody tweeted yesterday, did we finally get out the Sean Jackson? <laughs> yeah, right, you know? Right. Yeah. And, I, and I thought about it. And I said, well, you know what? He's bigger than this, Sean, you know. Um, but hey, how nice would it be 
everybody in the next seven to ten years. Oh, arguments say five to seven years to to burn the Eagles like this. Sean Jackson has burned the Giants over the years, right? I'll take I'll take three years at this point. You know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, how nice would it be to have that guy and yeah. look and for the Eagles to say, "Man, this freaking guy keeps coming up big on us." You know, keeps yeah. getting us. Th- Keeps getting us when he stretches the field and verticals and all that. That would be nice for once, you know. So yeah. this is the type of kid that could do that, you know, and that's yep. what the Giants hope for in the future. Yeah, and that, that Tennessee Alabama game was huge. I remember how big it was at the time. And he had a uh, you know, he had like a Randy Moss type performance on Thanksgiving. I think he had like six catches and five touchdowns or something yeah. stupid against yeah. Alabama. So he really uh, jumped off the page, man. Um, and the production that he showed uh, from this year to his previous year is incredible. Now, not to be a downer, but is he is he more of a slot guy, Chris? Does he have a lot to learn? Do you think that? Do you think they have him? They might put him on the outside. They're gonna put him all over the place. What do you think? Yeah, he's gonna be on the outside and the inside. Yeah, that's the way this offense is. You know, the Giants don't have a true X outside guy right now, but that doesn't really mean anything. I mean, you like to get that true, but you saw in his draft. You know, you you okay? Well, we're gonna have this guy on the X one play. You know, it's going to be a very, uh, you know, di- different type of offense where guys are going to be lined up at different spots, and you know, and you're going to have Darren Waller outside. <laughs> you're yeah. going to see Waller on the exit sometimes. You know, uh, no. So that's the way it is. Then I, you know, there's no true slot guy, you know, like that. West Falls Hyde, he'll be on the outside too, and he'll be on the inside. And one play, the other guy, I mean, outside Slayton, you know, he'll be on. Obviously, Slayton's more the exit of anything. He'll be on the outside a lot. Um, so. Speed, brother. Speed. You know what? Speed really gets you from the slot, too, man. Tough yeah. matchups when you have speed guys like Paris Campbell, Jalen Hyatt, uh, Wondell when he comes back from his injury. You know, they got, it's a lot of tough matchups like that, man. And that's what Dable's looking for. They're looking for those matchups, man. Yeah, this this offense got a lot faster in this offseason, man. God willing, they can all stay healthy. Um, and then in the fifth round, they took a running back, very productive kid, Eric Gray uh, from Oklahoma. He had what? I think he had 1,300 yards, average over six yards a carry. Um, and uh, look, in round six and, and seven, they took a corner from Old Dominion and Trey Hawkins, a, a huge body in Jordan Riley and, uh, at Oregon, and, and then finally Owens from Houston, a safety. So guys that will fill roles, like, um, you know, Gray has a good shot at, at that backup running back position. He's also called punts. Um, Hawkins, more of a, probably more of a, a project from, from Old Dominion, but you can never have enough corners if that was the guy highest on your board but I love the size Chris of, of Jordan Riley it's, it's almost freakish right he's 6'5 mm. 338 now now there's a reason why he dropped to the seventh round but um I, I noticed that right like Riley and then some of the free agents they pick like there's some size uh for their position so yeah. look I mean the, these guys drop for a reason but you, you don't know what you can get there you can get valuable reserves and from that standpoint Chris to be honest with you dude after the third round it was kind of a free pass, like, all right, you know, just backfill the roster. And I think they did that. I think they did that with these guys. Yeah, so, you, you know, you want to add depth. You want to add competition, you know. Yeah. And, uh, but, and that's not to say your fifth and sixth and seventh round guys can't come in and compete for a starting spot. I think we saw that last year with Beavis. Yeah. He was competing, right? He was yeah. going to compete till he got hurt. You know, um, so that's, that's, the, that's the idea. Look, this, this roster needs quality depth very badly. There was none last year, you know. That's why one of the reasons why special teams was half-assed, you know. Uh, they were good at times, yeah. bad at times, you know. You, you have to have some quality. You know, uh, uh, and just to Eric Gray, you know, getting back to him, I mean, <clears throat> you know, this was something everybody predicted, yeah. uh, you know. At least we did. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people did. Like, they're going to go running back. I guaranteed it. I basically came out and guaranteed it. You know, I said, they're going to go running back in this draft. No question about it. Yep. Um. And they did, and and they got a pretty nice running back here. Um, I thought the Jets got a real good one too. The kid from Pitt—that's the kid I really wanted. To be honest with you, I really like him. But the Giants got a good one too. And he could receive. That's the big thing. He's got good hands. And if you look at him, I was watching him a little bit last night. Um, this kid Gray, watching some of his Oklahoma games on uh, on on tape. He has a real good feel what he wants to do when he comes out of the backfield, which I thought was, you know, some guys, they just run the route. Okay, you know, this and that. All the, the choice routes, that they're wrong on the choice routes. They don't run sharp little angle routes, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but you looked at Gray. A few times I saw him. Um, he has a nice feel what he wants to do, especially on those little choice routes. And that's big. You got to be on the same page as the quarterback. And I like I liked the way his routes were crisp coming out of the backfield. He's got nice hands. 
Uh, he'll be, he looks like he'll be a nice addition. Um, Saquon, you know, to Saquon. You know, they're looking for that guy, Jerry. Uh, and they got, I know they brought back Brita. They got Brightwell um, and all that stuff. Um, they're looking for that guy, you know. Like Brita's not the biggest dude, you know. But this guy, Gray, he, he's solid, man, yeah. you know. And they're looking for that guy to come in and give them the like that 10 to 12 carries, you know, maybe, maybe, decre- you know, maybe decrease Saquon's workload a little bit, you know, yeah. and feel, and feel like, Hey, we got this kid here. This kid can move the chains too. And all that, you know, and the big thing is that he could catch on third downs, you know, so if Saquon's out for the series. You got this kid, he could play three downs. Yeah. Right. Okay. Huge. That's the Huge. big thing. He could play three downs. So when Saquon, you know, golf a bit, he gets hurt or, you know, when he's, when he sits out of series, we got this kid. This kid could run it twice, and then we could go to him on a little, you know, a little flat route on third and four. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Something like that. And that's what the Giants feel they have with this guy, Gray, man. Um, you know, this doesn't. This has nothing to do with Saquon. I, I, I saw. I saw a lot of people like, oh, does that mean that's it for Saquon? One year? That no, no, that doesn't mean it. You know, the, the Giants knew they were going to draft him. Saquon knew they were going to draft him back. They, you yeah. know, they wanted to add some more depth. They wanted to, add, you know, and plus, okay, here's the bottom line. Shane's going to revisit with Saquon's agents this week. They're going to talk again, you know. Um, and we're going to see Shane's going to see where they're at, his agent and all that. Um, but you just don't know after this year. You, you just don't know. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. I, I think it's absolutely an insurance policy. I do. I'm going to take a running back. I think this is insurance. It is. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. You know. Um, Saquon's going to play on a tag, and then we'll see what happens. You know, either they get something done this year or. They have to go, you know, revisit next year. So we'll see what happens, man. But nice little back, man. I like he's solid, man. His legs, you know, Bill's kids built like a like a fire agent out there. I mean, he's, yeah. you know, love the way he you know, he runs the ball. I saw him a few times. Vaguely remember him for Oklahoma last year, but I do remember a little bit. I saw a couple of Oklahoma games last year, um, and I, I think people are going to enjoy this guy, man. He's not the fastest kid, Jerry. Not the fastest kid, but he's one of those kids, right? That when he sees space, he kicks it into another gear where you say after the run, boy, I bet you that kid's a 4-4, four, 4-5. Four, four, yeah. And then you look, oh, no, he's a 4-6. He's a 4-5. You know what I mean? And you say, oh, right. wow. You know, but he's one of those guys, and I remember this from Oklahoma, and I'm watching him last night again. He's one of those guys, he sees that space, sees that opening, and kicks it into another gear. So I think uh, Giant fans are going to like this guy who, who are not familiar with him. Do you have a pro comparable to him? Anybody that you can uh, think of? Not really. I can't think of the man. Boston especially, Scott? Especially, uh, especially <laughs> no. who? No. Boston Bo- Scott. Yeah. Just joking. So. Um, no, what I, what I liked about it and from what I saw of him. I can't um, think of You know, all season I can't think of these guys. No, I'm now. sorry. Yeah, I didn't mean yeah, to Yeah, I just, right now, I'll think about it. I can't think of it right now. He's, he, he's not a change of pace guy. He's more of a, a guy who can come in, like you said, and give Barkley a blow, right? He's, this isn't Brandon Jacobs coming in for Tiki Barber to get third and one. This is a... A, a more of a Barkley light, not nearly as talented as Barkley is, but it's someone who could fill in for him. So it was a valuable pick, and I do think it's an insurance policy as well. Um, I also wanted to touch you. I, I don't know if you mentioned him. Um, Beavers last year. I think you just said his name before. Darian Beavers. Owens, to me, because of the position, seems like, and, and, and what, I, what I read on him, because, I, like, I, I don't watch a lot of Houston football. Yeah, right? I don't know him from a hole in the wall. Yep. Yeah, so, but what you read on him, it's almost like the Giants got a really good value there based on all the, you know, the Saratellas um, and the Syvertson and those guys who do the research on these, these guys you never hear of. I'm going to predict now, it's very early, but this seems like the pick that could maybe start challenging for that second safety spot, you know, because that's, that's another position that's kind of – somewhat up in the air with the loss of Julian Love. So, look, a lot has to happen, but I got excited with that pick when I started reading about this kid. I know he struggles more in coverage, but he's a hard hitter. He does have speed. It's just it's apparently gets fooled on the double move. So, uh, again, a lot, lot, of, lot of things have to happen, but um, I, from what you read on these guys, they got some good value there. So, Yeah, you know, and they drafted pretty decent last year in the later rounds. You know, right. Injuries took them out, right? Right. Beavers, right. Yeah, sure. McKethan, what was he? A yeah. Fifth rounder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beavers, I think was was the last pick. I think that Beavers the was had. sixth. Sixth. What a, sixth. Yeah. McKethan. 
I mean, you know, a couple of guys in the later rounds, you know, even McFadden gave him snaps. What was he? Uh, fifth, one of the fifth two last year, whatever he was? Sixth? Yeah, I think or, Bellinger was fourth. I think McFadden was another fourth or fifth. He was a fourth yeah. or fifth. I don't have enough fun yeah. of him. Sorry. If I talk, I forgot for sure. But, you know, I, and I know, you know, not saying these guys are start. I'm just saying that, you know, McFadden gave him snaps last year, right? Yeah. And then these other guys, McHethan and, and the Beavers, were guys that were really coming on. Beavers was going to compete probably for a starting spot. Um, and before the injuries took him out for the season, you know. Uh, so you look at these later round, later picks, and you can't wait to see them because, you know, Joe Sheen last year had some guys, and, you know, there were some guys, you know, I, I remember being there over the years, man, in the sixth-round picks and stuff like that, and I'll be like, oh, this guy's got no chance of making a team. <laughs> you know, and I'll yeah. be like, oh, this guy, yeah. if he's lucky, he'll make the 50, he'll make the um, practice squad because he's a draft pick. And I, I, you could just tell right away the way it's going on a depth chart, the way they're putting him on the field um, and all that stuff. Yeah, there, there, was, there was a receiver drafted under Reese from Connecticut, I think Davis, who actually said in his presser, um, I was surprised I was drafted. So, yeah, we, didn't have, we don't have any of that anymore, thank God. So. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so, we'll have, of course, it all plays out when they start getting on the field. So, but, but the John Michael Schmitz, you know. Kid, Chris, uh, he, Chris hang, hang on to that thought one second. Guys, we're going to take a break and be right back after this. You're listening to the Giant Insider Podcast. Hang on. And we're back. Folks, you listen to the Giant Insider Podcast with Chris. Nobody beats the biz. Busy Nano and Jerry Foley. Go ahead, Chris. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, the John Sch- Michael Schmitz it was a guy a lot of people had rated first round, late first round talent, early second round. Um, and then, you know, like the way to draft, you just don't know what's going to happen. He drops into the Giants. I just, like I said before, Jerry, beginning of the podcast, I was shocked, dude, that both him and Torrance were available, man. Chris, I got to give you credit real quick. I forgot you nailed um, center and wide receiver. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'm gl- I'm just glad they did it, bro. You know, yeah, I'm because years past, you don't know what they were going to do, right? Like yeah, that's, that's almost it's almost like you're beaten down so much. You're like, well, they should take a center and receiver, but who the hell knows what they're going to do? Shane right. did what was right. So anyway, right? You yeah. just didn't know with Reese at time. And I'm not knocking Reese. Reese had right. a lot of draft, good draft picks too. I'm just saying there was times yeah. you just didn't know. Yeah, right. you know. I mean, the Evan cool. England thing came out of nowhere. Sort of. Right? I mean, come on. Yep. It was it was like you didn't know. You know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Shane is like. You know, I know they always hit you with that. Oh, it's so the next guy up on a, on a guy rated, but, you know, it's value and need, bro. Yeah. I don't think it's any coincidence that, you know, they took <laughs> a corner, center, wide receiver. Oh, no, yeah. they have just the next one on the boards. So, you know, like, guys, they, there is a thing for, about need that works. Yeah, right. Yes. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, if, <laughs> if they would have, you know, drafted a right tackle the second pick or something like that. They were like, what are we doing? You know, like, right. I, I mean, which would have meant, you know, they gave up on Neil, which I've, obviously, of course, they, <laughs> they didn't. Mm. Um, but so this Schmitz kid is, uh, look, you see him and, and he's just, the kid's just a, a typical mm-hmm. offensive lineman. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Doesn't have a neck. His head just goes right, right. in his body. He just, you know, he just wants to play football. It's all he thinks about, you know, yep. and all that. He was pretty funny. He said he was at actually at the Viking game last year against the Giants yeah. Yeah. in the playoffs. Um, he went to University of Minnesota, as we, as we know. And um, it was pretty funny when somebody asked him, you know, who would you root for? You know, yeah. <laughs> Well, let's just say I was at the game. I enjoyed the game, yeah. whatever he said. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, sure he's a Viking fan, yeah. which was pretty funny because that was a team that, you know, obviously the Giants knocked out last year in the playoffs. Um, so, you know, a grinder, man. He's a mauler. I, you know, I think we said enough about him. Uh, uh, I had a, I remember looking at him a lot, a lot of notes. You know, the kid is a powerful kid, man. Nice inside, inside zone scheme kid. And he's just a dude that, you know, look, can he work on his pass pro a little bit? Yeah, you know, but that's why guys get coached up, you know, but a real good run blocking. I think Saquon's going to really enjoy this guy, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and he'll battle it out for left guard, you know, with the Lemuse and um, uh, the Ezidius, Ben Brennison's, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. And let him, let him battle it out. And then, of course, you always don't forget in August cuts, you know, you always can bring a veteran in, you know, at the end of the summer yeah if you're not too comfortable with the left guard you know and all that stuff so um thank god that's all i could say dude because i have to be honest with you jerry um when those two guys were on the board at 57 yeah and they would have went wide receiver there i would have been like joe what are you doing right right what are you doing 
Like you've got to build, you know, this offensive line. Well, I put something on Twitter. It was pretty. <laughs> Joe Shane must have told us about three times how comfortable he felt with the centers in the building, Brennison and all that. And it was, you know, I look at him every time he said it, and he said it. You know, obviously he said it like he, may, he means it somewhat, yeah. you know. But you know, there was no way they were comfortable with Ben Brennison going in at center and to be there. They, he was ecstatic, dude. You could, you could just see he couldn't. Honestly, Jerry, from what I heard yesterday. Um, I think Shane even admitted this. They couldn't believe that Schmitz was there at 57. Yeah. Um, and they also could not believe they had a shot at Jalen Hyatt in the third round. Yeah. You know? so. and, and, and Schmitz and Torrance, like you said, right? And look, not, again, Tipman, who the Jets took, might be great, but I was surprised that he was the first center off the board, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I thought it would have been Schmitz or even Whitman. And Whitman, Whitman dropped, Whipler, sorry, Whipler, dropped. Um, all the way uh, to the fifth yeah. round, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I, I was yeah. stunned. Both were there, and I was glad. Like, what you just said before, you know, how can you go, how can you go to a different position, right, if they did? It, it just reminded me of when they traded back for Tony, and you said, how do you not go Slater there? I mean, it's just staring you. Slater or Parsons, just because he was Jerry, so good. It's just staring you in the face. Don't, Jerry, don't overthink what, it. Jerry, that's what I'm talking about here. Yep. Between Shane and Gettleman. Yep. I mean, if you go back two years ago, Jerry, there is no way in God's land Joe Shane's passing up with Sean Slater and trading back right. for a guy he met a half hour on a Zoom call. Yeah. And you notice all these guys that were drafted by the Giants? I think most of them, maybe six of the seven, they had visits with the Giants. They did, yep. Yeah, that's a telltale now. Man. I'm not sure about Owens. I got to look that one up. I'm not sure about the last draft pick, but yeah, you notice how you know they sat down with these guys. Yeah. Okay. Dave Gellman had a cup of coffee with Tony. He barely knew him. <laughs> he barely knew him. Okay, and you went out and you take him as a number one pick, and you know, and the kid didn't pan out here. He might pan out down the road, Kansas City. He helped him win the Super Bowl and all that stuff. Okay, we'll see. But you know, you you. you Dude, you, you drafted these kids number one. You better know them. Yeah. You better yeah. know them. You better look in their eyes, man. And that's what the Giants did. Like, like, and, and getting back to what I was just saying, two years ago, you know, you got, and, and that was a need for the Giants. A big time need. Huge. And you draft, you trade back, you know, and what does Rashawn Slater do? He's all pro his first year. Last year he gets hurt. The kid's going to be a stud for the Chargers for years. I couldn't believe that two years ago. Remember, I was like, run to the podium. Get Slater. Oh, the Giants trade back. Oh, 20. I mean, and then they take a kid they barely knew. Yeah. yeah. What the F are we doing? Yeah. That, right. That's what I'm saying, Jerry. Like, do you yeah. think Joe Shane two years ago, when you needed a tackle big time, okay, would have passed on with Sean Slater? Come on. Come on, man. At, at worst, it would have been... The choice would have been between Slater and Parsons, knowing Shane. Shane might have had Parsons top three Maybe. on his list okay. and said, I can't pass this kid up. Even though I know I need a right tackle, this kid is too good. But, Absolutely. Right. Like, you traded, they traded back. Like, that's why, like, the mock drafts with the Giants almost <laughs> seemed, should have been a little easier because it was like they drafted guys they met with and they drafted the highest on their board and need. They managed to kind of. Bring it all together, and that's the magic of a draft pick that works out. It's when you combine highest on your board with need. Like that is that is you've done a good job. But yeah, yeah Chris, to your point, there's no way that he trades back last year or two years ago, whatever it was, two years ago, and does that. No way. Oh, no way. Who who went first, Parsons or Slater? Um, Parsons, because so the Giants wouldn't have had a shot at Parsons, or they passed on Parsons. No, I don't remember. Passed, they passed on Parsons. Okay, so I, so I, so, so argument's sake, right, Jerry? Yeah. Argument's sake. Go back yeah. two years ago. Make believe Joe Shane's a GM. He's probably taking Parsons. Right, right. He's probably like, oh, this kid's too much of an impact. Too we great. got him graded here. You know, yeah. we'll, we'll go. Ahead. Let's put it this way, dude. Yeah. They were getting one of the two. Parsons yes. for like, say some reason they were a little turned off, flags, whatever it might, whatever it might be, right? Yeah. And. Michael Parsons has been a great human being since he's been in this league, okay? So, right. and things like that. Sometimes flags come up, oh, we're a little concerned about, whatever it might be. So, one of the two they would have had. Yep. There is no way in God's land they would have traded back and took a kid like Tony, who, right. by the way, they didn't even have on their draft board in Buffalo. 
You want to talk about the difference, folks? I'll tell you the difference right now. And I'm not knocking. This isn't a bash, gentlemen, because Dave's done a lot of good things. As a matter of fact, a lot of his draft picks are, are really helping the Giants. But this is the number one pick. Okay? This was the number one pick. And the Buffalo Bills, Joe Shane and Brandon Bean, they didn't even have Tony on their board. They were like, no, 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 we're not dealing with this kid. They didn't even have him on their board. <laughs> While Dave Gettleman talked to him for like a half hour, 45 minutes, and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to take this kid. And trades back. That's incompetence. Uh, you know, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I'm, not, this isn't, I'm just saying the difference between the two. Just that there was no way in God's land, no way, that would have happened two years ago. It would have been Parsons over Sean Slater. Okay, that's the past, Chris. Forget about it. I get it. With me and Jerry, we just talk about the difference of philosophy. That's what we're and, talking and about. You know what it is, too, Chris? You know? It's a difference between just scouting and actually being a GM and drafting, right? Because you could say you could say that, that a lot of the draft picks have worked out for Gettleman, but then he did weird things in the draft. Some of the, some of the things he did made no sense. And then later rounds, okay, they, they are what they were, but... Being a GM is a lot more than just being a scout. Gettleman, to his credit, helped build a lot of those, you know, the, the Jerry Reese championship teams, the Ernie Accorsi teams. He's a good mm -hmm. scout. But, you know, that, that move back is what, you're, what we're talking about. Like, that was just, hey, that was that, that's, that's all we're saying is that that would have never happened with Joe. Never. Nope. Never in a million years. Nope. You know? So, the, the Yanti Banks kid, I, I was asking around after they drafted him Thursday. I asked a few people, like, you know, the Dave's, how much they look into this kid, you know, I mean, you know, and they were like, Chris, they looked into his high school, they looked into, they talked to a million people about Deontay, and this kid just passed every test, man, every, every test, this kid's all about football, you know, and he basically said that at his presser, you know, he, he's not, a, you know, you could tell, look, he's a, he's a kid that first time he's sitting in front of 30 media members and you could tell he was a little probably a little bit like wow this is unbelievable you know this is a, probably a little intimidated by the media a little bit as far as you know he was giving quick answers not not arrogant just like you know oh yeah i just want to play football. and you could just tell you know and he was i want to play football i'm here to play football you know yeah uh and that's what i like dude i gotta be honest with you that's what i want you know and the reports from deontay banks about deontay banks was the kids all about football all about football you know yeah. Yeah. And that's what you want. And, you know, when Dave's met with him, they went out to eat, you know, the whole deal. You're sitting down, you're talking to these young men, uh, and, and you're trying to get a feel. You know, you try to get a feel, you know, and the Giants really loved him, man. And Shane wasted no time, you know, moving up to get him. Yep. Good stuff, man. Um, all right. Now, there are some unrestricted, undrafted, sorry, I always call them unrestricted, undrafted free agents that they drafted. Uh, there's one that kind of jumps out at me. Uh, just based on his size and, and athleticism, but the numbers didn't match. Now, I don't know if that's because of the system he was in or what, but Bryce Ford Wheaton, wide receiver, 6'4", 211, runs a 4.3840, but the production wasn't there. Now, they said, you know, you, you read the scouting report, they said limited route tree, and it's like, all right, well, is that him or is that his coaching? What is it? But, yeah. you know, look, and, and, and undrafted free agents are up against it. You don't know that it's a very crowded wide receiver field. Yeah. But that was one that kind of jumped out from an athleticism standpoint for me. And then there's other guys as well. Um, but Baldonado, 6'5", 251, edge. Like, wow, does, does what's his name? Does, um, does Wink Martindale have a, have a prototype edge guy, right? Like, he's got, <laughs> there's a size that he wants. And, and real quick, you know, I should, I should stick with that real quick. I'm sorry to jump all over. But we didn't draft an edge rusher. And Shane made a point of saying that they are kind of, it seemed like he was kind of excited, confident in, in someone like Ellerson Smith who's had injury issues, but... Uh, anyway. And, and uh, Jerry, they yeah. really like my boy, Taman Fox. Yeah, they mentioned him too, right? Yep. Uh, no, no, I could tell you that for a fact, dude. Yeah, okay. They really like Taman. Yeah. You know? Allison yeah. flashes, but the dude, the dude can't stay healthy, bro. I know, I know. And I hate to say it, and this is not a knock, and I'm not, but to football coaches, when you're not on a field, you're like, come on, dude. I know. And look, injuries happen. But you know, you know how it is in the NFL. To football coaches, like uh, that's nice, but he can't stay. He, this kid can't get on the field. You know what I mean? Right, right. Other words, no, I'm not counting on him because the kid, until he's healthy, get back to me. Until then, you know. But Tamon Fox, dude, I can tell you, they they like him a yeah. lot, bro. Good. Yeah. Wink, wink, and Joe Shane and Dave's, they like this kid a lot. And they, I think Shane even mentioned him, right? I think he even mentioned him. Yes, talking he did. About the he edge. did in the presser. Yeah, he even talked yeah. about Tamon because I I know they like him a lot. But Jerry, it's pretty funny you talk about the kid from Pitt, right? Um, Baldonado. Uh, 
Baldonado. I'm not right? going to try to pronounce his first name. I'm going to call him. I'm going to call him. The, I'm going to call him the Roman Emperor. The kid's from Rome, dude. Right? That's awesome. So I'm going to call him the Roman Emperor. You know. Um, but you notice how many tweets were coming out as soon as I put it out there that the Giants signed him as an undrafted free agent. Yep. I saw a lot of tweets saying, "Hey, you got something here. I'm telling you. Wait till you yeah. see this kid. Once he learns how to bend, this kid's going to fly around here." I saw a lot of that. Yeah. Because uh, I started reading the responses, and you know what happens is you start getting responses on Twitter from Western Pennsylvania people, yeah. you know, or people who saw every Pittsburgh game. Yeah. And they're like, yo, I'm telling you, you got something. I, I found that pretty interesting yesterday. I put that on Twitter that the Giants signed them. Yep. And I saw the responses, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. We'll see, you know. We'll see what we have, you know, come yes. um, come the summer. Yeah, and, and that's, you know, again, 6'5", 251, the receiver, Wheaton, 6'4", 211. Uh, you know, Riley, like we said, 6'5", 338, like, this is your late round undrafted free agents. Like the size, it, it's is do we have something to work with here? And that's what's kind of exciting about those guys. Green, the cornerback from Michigan, right? 6'2", 186. Like I put some weight on, but that's a pretty good size for a cornerback. Um, but one of the free agents, one of the undrafted free agents, uh, Jersey legend Tommy DeVito, Chris. I have a feeling you, you might become friends with that kid if he makes the team. Tommy DeVito from Don Bosco. Yeah, that's a pretty good high school. <laughs> yeah, right, powerhouse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was saying it tongue in cheek because they were powerhouse every damn year. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, um, I, I joke that our high school would win the CVC, then go to North Jersey and get their asses kicked by Don Bosco, St. Peter's Prep, yeah, you know, yeah. all the St. Joe's, Montvale, all those schools. So yeah, yeah, no, those northern schools, uh, northern North Jersey schools are powerhouses. So uh, yeah, it'd be pretty interesting. I, I thought that was interesting bringing them in. Yeah, you know, well, let him compete. Devito De- De too. I mean, come on, this is right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm sure he's, if, you know, I'm sure he's a real smart guy. You know, yeah. I, actually, I got to be honest with you, dude. Yeah. Forget about Devito. I, I know he's a paisan, right? Yeah. I'm more interested in talking to the Roman emperor. Yeah, you know, right, right. the kids from Rome or something. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. You know, yeah, nice. who knows? Maybe he was in there with Maximus in the Coliseum a few times training. I don't know what the hell, but anyway. But I found that interesting, you know. And I, I, I you know what? I always look for this, dude. Every year when I put the undrafted free agents on Twitter, when they start getting signed, mm-hmm. I always look for the responses because there's always people out there yeah. that are college fanatics or or they tweet because they're from the area right. and they watch all these kids' games. Right. And I was getting a ton of positive response, right, from, from this kid from Pitt saying, oh, you got I'm telling you, wait till you see this kid. This kid's going to, oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, of course, you know, you got to go play him. But I, 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 I like that. I got to be honest with you. I like that. Yeah. And let's not forget... Okay? It's not like undrafted free agents can't make an impact on a football team. No, not at all. Yeah, sure. We've seen it a million times, football teams, over the years. Bill Belichick has a knack of getting undrafted free agents, right? Yep. And they're out there. The Ravens have a knack of signing undrafted free agents and making an impact on their football teams over the years. So, uh, don't say, so you can't just look at these kids and go... All right. Hopefully they make the practice squad, or they, you know, they're gone, or you know, all that. No, you know, I, I tell you what, I go in. Obviously not Tommy DeVito because of Daniel, but I go in with some of these other kids, <laughs> and I go in with an open eyes, bro. Yeah, and right. to me, and so does Dable, bro. Yeah. That's why you got competition. They're gonna go in there and say, hey, let's see what you got, man. Let's see what you got. You know, because I've seen tons of undrafted free agents make impacts on football teams over the years, man, and they just fall out of that seventh round for whatever reason it might be. Whatever reason it might be, you know? And I know, I, you know, look, I know we added wide receivers. I get it. We just drafted one. We added Paris Campbell. We added Jamison Crowder. Uh, guys are coming back from last year. But with all the injuries we had, you know, like you said, you got to go in with an open mind. Like Wheaton is 6'4", runs, a four, runs sub 4'440". Four, four like, yeah. you know, go in and, and, and kick ass in, in training camp and see what happens, man. Like, you know, David Sills is going to be on this team next year. So, uh, I mean, I don't think, but. You never know with these guys, right? So, um, but I Jerry, just, I, yeah, Jerry, yeah, you have a better chance of yeah. me flying to Boston right now, playing center field for the Red Sox, than David Sills making yeah. this team. I don't want, I don't want to speak too soon, but I figured. I mean, much. look what the Giants have done this receiver room, bro. You want to talk about competition, right? Yeah, it's crazy, right? Yeah, it, I, I tell you what, it, we're not even near training camp. We're three months away, dude. Yeah, but you know how we always talk in June uh, or beginning of July. We always talk about so, Chris. What are you going to be looking at? What position? Well, I can tell you this right now. Probably, Jerry, right now, Yeah. the most interesting position is going to be that wide receiver group. Yeah. Yeah, right. It's going to be great. It's going to be great to watch. 
uh, and then kind of how it all fall, how it all happened. Like Colin Johnson comes back. Sterling Shepard is in the mix. Like it's just sure. there's a ton of guys. There's and, a and ton you, of And you're probably going to get Wandell back in October. Right. And who knows? You know what? Until you, hey, dude, I could be seeing him next month. Right. Or or the mandatory uh, or the mandatory camp in June, and right. might see him and go, hey, guess what? I just talked to Wandell, or I see him running on the side and he's gassing it on the side. He's he's running gases. I look. Dude, I remember this with Shep last year. I was like, Shep ain't coming back. And then Shep told me, he goes, I'll be back. Remember, Jimmy? I told you this. I said, Shep, how you looking? He goes, oh, no, I'll be back. I'm like, what? I'll never forget that. I was on the side with Shep. And I said, Shep, you know, when you you look at, what are you looking at? You know, when you, and he looks at me, he goes, oh, I'll be back. I'll be back for the the season. And I was like, no. He goes, I'm telling you, I'll be back. He was back. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? The point I'm making is I know Wandell injury in the middle of the season, whatever happened, all that. I get it. But all I'm saying is, with today, man, I don't put it past any of these guys, man. Right. You know, I can see him running. Maybe he's running gases in June, and say, and you know what? And say, yeah, I'll be back in middle of September, something like yeah. that. You know, right. that's all I'm saying. So that's another guy. Yeah. It's going to be a deep wide receiver room, dude. It's yeah. that is going to be the most fascinating position in training camp with the Paris Campbells. Uh, you know, uh, obviously the Jalen Hyatts, the uh, the Slaytons, and and Colin, Colin Johnson, Johnson coming, coming back, back and yeah. Shep, and who am I missing, dude? You know, what, what else I'm missing here? Interesting group, Isaiah. Oh my God, oh, Isaiah. We forget about him because he's productive. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got you know you got the prophet Isaiah coming out there. Boom. Yeah. You know, look at the way that kid finished the year. Are you kidding me? Great. Yeah, he's the he's the one A right now. I mean, right? easily. I mean, you look at him and you say, well, I, it's going to be... Now, don't get me wrong. We've had conversations like this in the past year, yeah, previous years none, where you're like, none, none oh, we're pretty work. good. We feel good about this. And next thing you know, guys are dropping like flies. Yeah. And we're like, wow, we're thin, you know? Yeah, yeah. All no, I'm saying is like, right now, you look at the roster right. and you say, this is going to be a very interesting position group in training camp. Well, I remember last year I said, I'm most excited about receiver. And then by... What was it? October, November. Yeah. We're picking up Hodgins. I'm like, I hope Hodgins yeah. is really good, dude. Yeah, because we got nothing. By, and by by October, it was like, why? Richie James is our best receiver. You know, <laughs> right? So, right. I mean, you know, uh, now the Giants. You no, know, the Giants need a little luck, dude. For once, you know. I mean, we, lo- we How many times you lose guys in training camp? You know. Right. Yeah. How about a little luck? Yeah. You know, then we lose Wandell, Shep again. You know. Yeah. I mean, how about a little luck? Let the group stay healthy and let's see what they could do for Daniel. You know, and that's another thing. Like you got Beavers you know? coming back, you got McKethan coming back, you got Davidson coming back, yeah. Azudu. Like you almost have another draft class coming in with these guys. Yeah, that's what it feels like, especially guys that yeah. you really never saw. I mean, you saw very yeah. little of Beavers, very little of McKethan. We yeah. saw some of Azudu, yeah. uh, but there's a lot of guys that were injured from last year are coming back. So yeah. this feels good. And, and you said it before. You mentioned the Ravens. You said the Ravens are great at, at undrafted free agents. Yeah, this draft. Class, Chris, feels like a Ravens draft. It feels like a Steelers draft. When I watch those teams draft every year, it's almost like, of course they went there. Of course they took that guy. Yeah. And that's why I felt with the Giants. Like, well, that makes sense. Well, that's a great pick. Oh, my God. Like, it, it just has that feel to it. So, it just you walk away from when, this draft thinking, man, we did a good job, man. I, I tell you, dude, when the Steelers draft, I think they drafted that Nate Herbick. I think they drafted the linebacker Herbick. And I liked him. I think he went in the fifth round or something like that. And I was like, whoa, this kid's going to watch this kid. He's going to go in the fourth or third round. And the Steelers drafted him. I said, watch yeah. this kid. Right. Watch this kid. He's going to be phenomenal. Because yeah. a lot of people said they loved him. His, his stock was rising. And who takes him? Like you just said, the Steelers. Right. Linebacker. You know? And I'm saying to myself, I'm just sitting back going, oh, watch this. He'll be a starter. You know, well, you said incredible. on the last podcast, you're like, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be a Steeler. Watch it happen. It's going to happen. There it yeah. is. Boom, first pick. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. yeah, look, you know, whatever – the way these scouts grade these kids, fine. You know, we'll see. Look, this is why you play them. This is why you find out who the better corners, you know, who turns out to be the better corners in, 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 in three years. And so, it, you know, that's what's really interesting about these drafts. You find out in a couple of years, you know, who was right, who was wrong, right. and all that stuff. Um, I'm trying to think late in the first round, one pick here. Um, all, the, all the Eagles. As usual, right? Smith. So Joe Shane has to build this. Look, he, he, Joe's building, right? Joe's building. Um, playoff team last year. Giants probably feel they're going to be better this year on with the roster. I tell you, dude, the 30th pick, right? I, I found this out yesterday. There was like three teams, Jerry, looking to make very significant offers to the Eagles at number 30. They jumped to get the Eagles pick because they wanted to take Will Levis, okay? Mm. 
And you got to remember, it's very, you know, it's big because you get that fifth-year option with the first-round pick. Right. And teams, That's a good point. Teams look, teams look for that, okay? Yep. And that freaking Howie Roseman, right? He was like, nah, my guy fell to me, and that was Nolan Smith, which he never thought was going to fall to him at 30. And if, so he, numerous teams wanted to trade with the Eagles to get that pick. Yeah. They get Will Levis, right? There was like three teams, I believe. One of them was Tennessee. They get they wound up the getting Ra- him. I think the Raiders and, were another. And they and they wound up getting him anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. But they want because you know what? That fifty year option is huge. That yep. fifty year option is huge. So they wanted to get up in the first round. And the Eagles were one of the teams. They they were caught and and how he didn't do it. He for a guy who loves a trade, that's how high they were on Nolan Smith. They like they were like Christmas morning, like, whoa, look, look who fell twelve laps. <laughs> you know? Hassan, Hassan Reddick 2.0, they're calling him. Wonderful. So it, it's, I heard Charlie Weiss this morning. He was on Sirius XM this morning, and he said he could not believe, because he's been raving about Nolan Smith. He goes, I could not believe, as his words, my man Nolan Smith dropped to the Eagles. He goes, how the hell is Howie Roseman getting so lucky again? He goes, it's, it's unbelievable, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Joe's got to keep building. You know, you got to... You know, you got to try to close that gap because it's still a significant gap between Eagles and Giants right now. That doesn't mean you can't beat them. I'm just saying it's still that significant gap. And unfortunately, Jerry, this team is in your division. You know, you got to go through them in your division. So and, and, and it's also, a challenge. It's a know, challenge. And also, of course, you know, they trade up. To, and I'm, as soon as they heard Eagles on the clock, I think it was the third round. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to be Ringo. It's going to be, it's going to be another yeah. Georgia guy. It's going amazing. to be a corner it's position amazing. of need uh, in that, you know, Bradbury and, and, and Slay's contracts. It's going to be need. And they do it. You know, it's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. That, and, and that's like maybe maybe Rosen was lucky that Smith fell to him. Yeah, he was lucky. lucky. He was. Yep. But that move is like, oh, my God, he's trading up. He's going to get his guy. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, as good as we all felt about losing the players that they lost, they just replenished at this point. They replenished. And yeah, they, absolutely. And they replenished cheaper, too. They replenished. And they're on rookie contracts, you yeah. know? And they're not very worried about their offense, nor should they, right? I mean, yeah. they got Kelsey back. That was yeah. a big one for so, him. I saw that. He saw, he, you know, he hugged Kelsey when he signed him, I think, one more year or two yeah. more years, whatever yeah. it was. And his thinking was probably, I'm concentrating entirely on defense in this draft. And he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah look, and the reason, you know, why we talk about the Eagles sometimes is because they're in our division. This is the teams, <laughs> these are the teams you got to beat, you know? Guys, it's not something we want to do, trust me. Yeah, I mean, this, you know, these are the teams that you're competing against that you got to face twice a year. You got to, you know, you want to, you want that home playoff game. You you make the playoffs. You, your goal is to make the playoffs, but you want that division. You know, you want to get that home playoff game yeah. and take it from there, you know? Um, so, uh, what, what can you do? You just shake your head. The whole league just shakes their head, you know, yeah. like... Uh, you know, you, you kind of hope they lose the Super Bowl and it kind of little dent in their arm and they just replenish. But of course, you got to see how they play on the field. Sure. But it fell in their laps, bro. You know, and the Giants going to have to. So the Giants got stronger up front. Schmitz, um, they, you know, they feel they got much stronger up front. Yeah. Um, Giants are a better team on paper than they were at the end of last season. Yeah. With, with and, the free and you know agency what? signed in the draft. Absolutely. You know what, Jerry? Um, yeah. Let's not count out Shane Lemieux yet. Sure. I'm not counting Shane out because. The kind of, you know, he gets injured. I know he's always injured, right? Yep. But he's a big, nasty guard who's a pretty good run-blocking guard, right. okay? And, and now you got Schmitz. You know, got, so the point I'm being, okay, they're going to come at you with nastiness, big boys, right, with the Jordan Davises, and now this kid Carter and Fletcher's back and all that stuff and, 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 and Milton Williams, and all that, right? But you know what? We're going to come at you now. Yeah. We're going to come at you now with the Schmitzes. You know, we're going to come at you now, maybe, with the Lemuse. The uh, Yeah, I'm just thinking, I'm talking just nastiness right now, yeah, right? No, so yeah, I'm yeah. not going to, yeah. I'm just talking about right, Shane Lemieux, right. and yeah. and maybe, you know, he's going to compete for that left guard spot. I'm just saying, what if Shane wins it, right? Now we're going to come at you with nastiness. Boom, boom, boom. You know, well, you want to get into a dog fight? Boom, we'll get into a dog fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. You got Glow, at right guard. He's, you know, he's he's got a nice little chip to him and all that, uh, you know, and, and all that, so... Uh, because these are the guys you're facing, bro. These are the teams yeah. you're facing twice a year. It's nasty. Yeah. It's nasty, yeah. you know? Yep. Yep. And and not going anywhere. They're not realigning the divisions in a couple of years. You know, these are the these are the guys you're gonna be seeing, you know. And they just signed their quarterback to a massive contract, so Yeah, for, and, and somehow or another his salary cap hits like two million for the next four years a year. I, I don't know how to you know, until it kicks up to forty seven million. Yeah. 
And at that time, they're probably reworking. It'll be three million. I don't know how the hell you even do this crap, you know. So anyway, anyway, um, but yeah, hey, hey, look. Um, so you look at AJ Browns and Devontae Smith. So you go out and you get a Deontay Banks, right? right. Yep. You go out and you get a Deontay Banks. You go out. You got a Dory coming back, and, and, and you sign a couple other guys because you got to match up, bro. You know, yep. Banks is not a small kid. He's six feet, right? He's physical. He can run. And you say to yourself, okay, you know, we, we, we got to see the A.J. Browns. We got to see the C.D. Lambs. We got to see the Terry McLaurins. Hey, you, we, got guys, we got guys that got to cover man here. And they got physical, you know, with these guys. So that's what it's all about, bro. That's, that's what it's all about, man. Yep. All in all, Giants are better. It was a good draft. We'll see what happens with some of these undrafted free agents. Uh, you'll get a better look at these guys coming up, I guess, soon, right? Pretty soon. Rookie camp? A rookie camp's Friday, yeah. 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 Um, and then um, I guess we'll drop something after that. We're going to probably wait. We did two this weekend. Probably drop after that, talk about maybe rookie camp and, yeah. and maybe have someone back on to kind of analyze the draft with us, maybe Cybertson or Saratella. We'll figure that yeah. out. Um, but, yeah, look, man, I, again, I'm not an expert in, in Old Dominion cornerbacks, uh, Houston safeties, but first three rounds, very happy. Uh, we feel like we've improved. They, they address need and, and – uh, with the highest guys on the board. So, I mean, how could you not be happy? Just don't pay attention to what the Eagles are doing. Let's worry about our own house. But, yeah, it's easy to see. I, I did it all weekend. I'm like, I can't believe the Eagles just got this guy. But happy thoughts. Giants improved. We're on the right track. Absolutely on the right track. I have no doubt. No, no doubts on my mind about that, what Shane's doing. So. All right, buddy. Hey, Anything? Uh, I, you know, all these people, that, um, these draft people, scouts and all that, you know, they like to give grades, and most of them all gave the Giants an A minus. Yeah. You know, yeah. an A, B pluses. I see it all. That's, I, I, you know, this is what they like to do. This is what they do. They like to, of course, those grades being shit. You know, it's you got to right. wait for a couple of years. But it's nice to see, dude. You know, it's nice oh, to yeah. see. It's, it's still nice to see, guys. I, I, I even saw somebody in the NFL Network say the Giants had the best draft than anybody. I was yes. like, whoa, I whoa. Saw that today. I forget who it was. Somebody yeah, said I the forgot Giants who, nailed it. I forgot, yeah, I forgot who it was. Who? Yep. Who was, was on Twitter? I forgot who oh, it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, Giants, the Giants graded out the best. And I'm like, yeah. whoa. How many, yeah. When was the last time we saw that, right? <laughs> so, oh, my God. Um, we never saw uh, that under a Corsi. Uh, right. I don't remember the last time I saw that. Right. So, uh, you know, they have to do it on the field now. Um, it, it'll be interesting, man. I mean, a lot of comp- – look, this they wanted depth competition, and I think they got that, you know. They yeah. they, they got a lot, a lot better in the depth-wise, depth-wise and I, the competition is going to be there, especially in that receiver room, bro. Yep. Um, just stay healthy, you know, Jerry. Uh, right. just let them have the eight, nine guys that fight it out on the field in training camp instead got of who, new, who's pulling up too. an Achilles. Who's pulling, yeah. you know, I mean, come got on. the new turf, too. So, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, I'm talking about training camp, you know. No, I know. Oh, 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 tra- yeah, yeah, the turf. Oh, please. I know when the game stop. please, you know. Right. You know, with these guys running down the solid, boom, pop a freaking. Yeah, Achilles or a knee or you yeah, because Beavers got hurt in preseason. McKethan, did he get hurt on the uh, fan night? I forget. McKethan, I, I, I forget when he got hurt, but it's like I remember when Colin Johnson got hurt. That was in front of me. That was a training camp practice. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was like Aziz. Aziz got hurt with the Jets scrimmage. Yes, I remember right. that. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um, so we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully, can stay out of that. Get a little, have a little luck this year. Just, just be healthy. Let them compete, man. That's all. Good stuff, dude. All right, guys, we'll figure out when we're coming back. We'll let you know. Uh, but be happy, Giant fans. This weekend was a good one for your franchise. They improved greatly, we think. So order a subscription to the Giant Insider, which we actually print next week, so you'll see a lot of write-ups about these guys. Go to www.thegiantinsider.com and go to magster.com for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. All right, guys, Sundays are Giant Days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.